Hey guys, welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. In this episode, we talk about confidence, the root of it, why we need it, and how do we do it. Check it out. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. Oh, are we live? Yes, it's we are. It's great to be a Christian. <clears throat> Eric, you got to give a one-liner. I'm trying to... Wait, what? You have to give a one-liner. Last time you said, okay, it's now it's time to get in the hot tub. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, hot tub cast. Yes. I mean, hot tub cast. I have, a, I have a one-liner, but I'm going to save it for later. Yeah. For this one, I'm going to say, we, uh, ooh, win the morning, win the day. That's my one-liner. Yes. Is that... You know what I mean? If you win the morning, you can win the day. Wind the morning? Your sails are, are you full? saying you have gas in the morning, Sean? Is that what no, you're saying? No, just God's gas, the Holy Spirit. Yes. God's gas. <laughs> the the wonderful counselor. There you go. The one, <laughs> wonderful. I've never heard the Holy Spirit reference that way. <laughs> yeah. It's God's gas. Yeah, he, well, it's he his diesel humor. It's his diesel. That's how John slays people in the spirit is gas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Why behind you turned me. Around? Oh, wait. <laughs> Jacob, I'm getting this sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, scent, scent, scent. <laughs> I'm getting this scent of. Oh gosh. Of, uh, Chipotle. I'm, happy, I'm happy our podcasts are intended for young men. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of are. And older moms. Catholic moms are. Okay. Moms. Let's let's <laughs> get this straight. Let's get this straight. So our top listeners, we have Michaela and your girlfriend Nicole and my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And your brother's girlfriend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a lot of women, man. Yeah, I mean, I say we switch over. Let's only hit the double X chromosomes. Let's yeah, talk let's about <laughs> women, girl talk. Dish. Let's do girl talk right now. Okay. Okay. Oh so man. I'm really struggling with my actually some makeup tips for the morning. Okay. Uh, what you want to do? Get a good foundation. I don't even know where to start. Foundation yeah, is great. That? Foundation. Jacob's giving me this face yeah, of like, Mishki, you use out of, from out of everybody, right you use the most makeup. Jacob, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, my hair is so bad. <laughs> and you go in the mirror and you touch one little strand. <laughs> no, it's okay, good. No, Jacob, it's good. Jacob's a lot one like that's not makeup. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. I imagine Jacob gets in the morning looking as looking as pristine as he does right now. Mm. I, you know, what I mean, I feel like he just opens his eyes and it just is okay. done. And we, the birds are we opened the last yeah. podcast with the same conversation about Jake and I in the summer. Yes. One time we found ourselves actually in Ireland. Oh Can gosh. I share that story? We were in this Airbnb and I just <laughs> flew in with my dad and my two good friends Nick mm. Prill and Mitch Grill. Then we meet. Mishki and Will Phillips in Rome, or sorry, in Dublin. It was so much fun for our spring break. Mm-hmm. And we go to this Airbnb right by Trinity College. It was beautiful. Jake and I share this futon, uh, you know, like you know, the ones that fold out. And in the middle of the night, I think we had like fish and chips and beer. So oh, like, yeah. pretty gassy foods. Mm-hmm. And Mishki. Holy Spirit foods. He's like warning me about his flatulence. He's like, <laughs> okay, whatever. There's and a lot of bashing going you, on in this band. You, you wow. fart and wake both of us up. <laughs> <laughs> like three in the morning. I'd be proud of that, man. The human alarm. That. That's your new nickname. The I human alarm. That. Yeah, we both. We were. I think uh, Nick Pro was also in the room with us, and we were just <laughs> laughing super hard. That is awesome. Um, we got up like two hours later and went to the Cliffs of Moher. Yeah, and of course you got stories like that on. Oh yeah, so just release them. Oh yeah, just release them. Good one. Bring yeah. it to the light. All the Bring verbiage. The oh gosh. 
Uh, I just wanna... Yeah, there's a lot of bash in this banter. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry if that was too negative. No, nah, man. No, Aggression's good. good. All good. Aggression is We're great. breaking down each other's confidence. Oh. oh. Too soon. I want to say one more thing. I'm thinking the banter clocks has got, like, it's still ticking. I, it I'm is. hearing um, some ticking. My mom... Linda Lukey's an amazing person. Amen. She's, she's yes, been almost yes. listening to every single one of our That's awesome. podcasts. So shout out to Linda. And she was loving the last cast. So mm. yeah. she had some feedback. But discipline. I forget. Yeah, it was or no, discipline. No, it was the falling down. Her on a cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that, but she's much more a listener in her words. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll just call her in one day. Well, maybe we could go over and do a live podcast with her there. We can get we'll all of our moms. Hey, yeah, we can do a mom's cast. Oh, a mom's, mom's cast. cast. Oh, Sean, yeah. We're all just... I said... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah. We're contemplating it. Like, "Eh, that's great. I want to do that. (laughs) All right, so... uh, Set the context. Set the play. Set the double play. I think a theme... Turn the bass. Is... I... I'm sweating. First down Um, here. First down. That's right. It's a gong show at this point. It's a gong show, yeah. (laughs) And that's all we have for today, guys. Thanks. Um, So, I think a theme recently in in my life and a lot of the, the men's lives that I've been, you know, just walking with yep. has been confidence. And, I, you know, Sean, uh, maybe you can just kind of share your, where you've been at this last week. And yeah. that's why you want to, you know, cause like it was, it was your idea that we talk about this. So why yeah. don't you, you know, um, just, you know, bat off first. I think, yeah, kind of the, the issue is it's not like I have a real issue with my confidence. It's just, I don't, I'm not looking. Okay. So being married, like I really communicate with Delexi. And I just feel like I haven't been looking at myself like Delexi looks at me. And that has kind of just been like annoying me kind of just because like, yeah, Delexi is my wife and I'm supposed to lead her. And if I'm and I'm kind of just realizing that, like, I look down on myself and I criticize myself. And I think it's because it's kind of related to the fact that, like, I know so much about my past and what I've been through. So it's kind of the fact like, oh, if you really knew me. You wouldn't love me type deal. Mm. Um, But it's not like, it's not fully that. So I think like when I don't, when I'm not confident, I don't see myself the way God maybe made me to be. And I don't see myself the way Delexi sees me. And then Delexi notices that. Mm. And then that lowers her confidence. And so it's kind of like a little spiral. So I guess like, yeah, my goal, I think this has been, I mean, I talked to Alex Spanton about this, like shout out to Alex. Um, and we were just both like just talking about confidence and how it's so important as men mm-hmm. because there are people that look to us. And like me being now starting my family, mm-hmm. um, just like, yeah, I, I need to be confident and I need to find confidence, I would say. There's not like a need to be confident but mm. a need to find confidence. Hmm. I'd echo that. I remember, you know, even in high school, there were some people who kind of out of my acknowledgement would look up to me. Yeah. I think his, I know his name is Emil, Emil Leiden. Leiden. He went to St. Teresa. He goes to Minnetonka. That's the name of the high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, our actions carry so much weight, especially now that we go into our positions. We're going to be the men who are, the fathers, whether it's spiritual, physical, you know, that's regard, irregardless of vocation, we're the leaders of our own souls, but then of the hearts of many other people. And especially with this podcast, not that we're quote unquote better, quote unquote leaders, but mm-hmm. when you are gifted opportunity and privilege with speech and action, uh, that's where 
real gravity comes in, you know, like you can, yeah, you can look at people like Hitler and Stalin, or you can look at some people like in Star Wars, like the Emperor or Darth Vader and say Palpatine. Like, I believe he's the hero. Sheev. We'll get back to his that. His first name was Sheev Palpatine. Isn't that weird? Sheev. S H E E V. My kid's middle name. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like you can clearly say those guys are evil, right? You yeah. Have the, the clearly good guys like um, Admiral Akbar, good guy. Mm-hmm. But then once you get towards the middle of so the gray in real life, like we're always in the middle. Well, not always, but mm-hmm. we live most of our lives there. And like our at those first small actions, the moral actions or neutral actions help shape our character. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that plays back into our confidence. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the most confident men that I've seen, because at the end of the day, everyone wants to follow someone that's living radically. You know what I mean? And and no one's going to follow someone who's not confident. You know, if, if you know, I feel like, I think of Nick Red or Joe Mask or just these men. Casey Dinan. Yeah, just yeah. The, these guys that Joel. are convicted because because they believe in the promises of of of, of what the Lord's promised them. Yeah. You know, they have confidence in 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 what the Lord will provide because He's promised that, right? So they have Jesus. You know, what I mean, like they have they they're deeply rooted in their identity as sons. You know, uh-huh. um, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's important too to kind of define confidence. Um, for me, how I see it is it's purpose and sense of achievement in God. It's lasting. It's genuine. Whereas you might see someone from the outside, but it's really cockiness. And that's purpose, sense of achievement in the world. It's fleeting. Mm-hmm. And it's phony. And I think sometimes we can, it's a gray area even between cockiness and confidence. I might have a lot of things go well for me, you know, but that might just be because it's of this world and I'm feeling like on fire mm-hmm. but in reality especially when things fleet I realize oh that's I was grounding my sense of worth in yeah. things of this world and yeah. not God yeah I think yeah and I, I also think it's important I, I think let's define it and then let's also talk about how it's a it's a problem today yeah, you know I mean like let's diagnose why we need confidence in, in yeah. a way um, I, I would I would define confidence as a belief that I a belief that you have that well uh, a belief that you have what it takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that you wake up, you're, like you're walking into an interview or you, you know, you're going to ask a woman on a date or you're going to ask your you know, girlfriend to marry you. Like yeah. you, the confidence is at the root of it, a belief that you can do it. A belief that you it's have what it takes. rooted in your identity. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Uh, con, I'm not a Latin scholar, con with. Confide. Yeah, like with strength, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Would you say that humility and confidence go hand in hand? Mm. Yeah. Christian version. But there's such a misrepresentation of humility in our culture. Um, to some, it's a bad connotation. To others, it's a virtue that men will sidestep. You know, like they recognize, oh, it's good to be humble. Scriptures talk about that, but it doesn't really appeal to me right now. Mm. And I think it's just because there's this misrepresentation. Humility is not being meek. It's uh, receptivity to the Lord's will. It's mm-hmm. a recognition of who's in charge, and that's God. So. Um, strong men are really humble. When you achieve something, you give the glory to God, yeah. realizing it's not you. That doesn't mean you can't feel good about doing something and be like, yeah, because of my abilities, I've done it. Mm-hmm. But then it's ultimately mm-hmm. remembering that, hey, that's God. Yep. That's an act of humility. Yep. Yep. That's what makes a true leader is magnanimity, having the vision mm. and the wherewithal to get the work done, but the yep. humility of knowing yourself and knowing yeah. when it's out of your reach. Yeah. I remember, I mean, it's so true. Like when Sean is talking about his vision of his own life in 
comparison to what his wife is seeing him or me or with my girlfriend and my parents or even God himself. It's you need to know yourself and it's pretty unbelievably badass and it's pretty unbelievably amazing, mm-hmm. but it's limited and it's fragile and I don't know. It's, it's hard to like when, yep. when you're humble and you're confident, that is the killer combo. Yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I was, I was praying about this today in adoration and the Lord just spoke so clearly to me in a lot. And I, so I I just, I have a, I have like a a proposal of what I think confidence is, why we need it and how, Mm -hmm. and how to do it. What do you guys think? I mean, we can keep on talking, but I ultimately, I want to, I kind of have this, this theory based off of the gospel reading. Yeah, we'll give it, we'll give us what, Mm -hmm. what what you think it is. Okay. So, so starting with the what. Yeah. Uh, so really what came to me in prayer, just this, this one-liner that I was talking about earlier that I'll, I'll say now, is that we were created with purpose for the intention of greatness, right? So at our baptism, right, we were, we were given these gifts. Uh, you think of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, 7, it says, you know, fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands, baptism, right? A priest lays his hand on us, and he, he gives us the Spirit. And it's a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control, uh-huh. right? So, th- so, so, he, so he says it's not, it's not a spirit of fear, but it's of power and love and self-control. So at the beginning, we're given purpose. We're, we're, we're given these gifts. And then at confirmation, these gifts are unleashed. And I think men, uh, and, and, and now transitioning into the why, why do we need to know this? So, so the what is we have purpose, right? And, purpose. and that purpose it t- turns into greatness, right, with our certain gifts or whatever. And the what, or the, 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 the why, why do we need to know this, is because men are not living in the potential that they can live. I felt so convicted today that men are, you know, because us four or myself, you know, I, I could, we could tell you that you're made with, you know, like you're created with purpose and you're made for greatness. Like we can say that, but if you're not spending time with Jesus, you're not going to feel that. That's what yeah. I would say. You know? But and like what what yeah. what is purpose? Like what is purpose in mm. your definition of because mm. like repeating your definition yeah. back to you. Yeah. Confidence is knowing that you are made with purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. With for a greatness. Sp- yeah. For greatness. Yeah. So, so like so what is purpose? Because people are like, Who am I? What am I? Exactly. You know? Like yes. what so uh, like what is that purpose? Yeah. So I would say I would say a purpose is a set of gifts, or you're like it's 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 essentially like a niche. You know, what I mean, it's like, like who that. you are. So it's self knowledge and knowing yourself, and you know, you, you don't need to be all things. I think we talked about this in the last podcast, yeah. but you're not you're not supposed to be all things. We're supposed to be one specific role, right? And it's like, well, what is that, right? So it's finding that that purpose, that niche, and ultimately it comes from our gifts. Um, yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think about that? I would disagree with one thing, but I want to agree with you on the definition because it's basically what Ignatius says: is man was created for to glorify God, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. with whole body yep. and strength. Yep. And, but I would disagree on the purpose part. I would say that is, like, if you're going for the purpose, sort of from, like, a gifts role, which it's probably just a semantical thing because you said this earlier, but the purpose is secondary, of course. The greatness is, is your relationship with God because when you're in that spot locked in, whether in the mountaintop or the valley, mm-hmm. and you're walking with God, you receive your call hand in hand. Yes. And so the purpose comes, and that's like, that flows out of your action. I think we've yep. all been in the quote-unquote zone, even spiritually. We've been in the zone physically. We, are at, we were all athletes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But when you're in the zone spiritually, yeah. which could very well be a daily thing. We know those men and women who act like that. And you don't always feel the zone, but you're in the zone. Hmm. And so when you're in that zone, that's your purpose. I think yep. 
which well, yeah, so, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, so, so, so bringing it back to that, that unleashing, yeah. you know, because ultimately we, we get our identity not from what a woman says about us, what other men in our life, but the yep. father, like what the, yep. you know, the father says, you are my son with whom I'm well pleased, right? Yep. So our identity yep. comes from that. So also the, un, un, the unleashing of our purpose comes in that too. So, so kind of what I'm saying is that, you know, I can sit here and tell, like, I can tell, hey, Jacob, you're made with purpose and you're made for greatness. You know what I mean? And, and you can know that, but you can't, you wouldn't feel that. Because yeah. it, it's coming from me, you know, and heart and knowledge, exactly. head knowledge, exactly. I so like you, that. you know, we need to spend more time. I believe men need to spend more time in prayer, uh-huh. putting the Lord behind what they're doing and unleashing who they're supposed to be in light okay. of that. Yeah, yeah. So then, so, so that's the why. Okay, that's, that's I got another one. question. Okay, go for it, please. <laughs> Sorry, no, this is good. Okay, this I want to. I really want to like nail this down. So, I mean, Jesus is probably the the best example yep. of confidence and purpose and knowing your gifts humility, yep. humility. so what was jesus's purpose i'm asking stupid questions to do Dang. the will of the father that's right to do the will Did of the father wait was <laughs> it 301 was no. jesus's <laughs> purpose to do the will of the father yeah it was Which, or, or to well, like die on the cross mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that is the will of the father well every father. moment of his life was the will of the father and that's, that's true. what distinguishes him from everyone else from all yeah. men so then um mm-hmm. what you're saying what you're saying is using your gifts um, so I'm trying to f- figure out like how, wh- what was Jesus's purpose before he like made miracles and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Oh, be- okay. So like wait, before, before he bef- died, like before, like, um, before he started his ministry ministry, there were 30 it. years when yeah. he was, that's right. In his ordinary. That's right. So like, because we are the ordinary, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we're living in the one to 30 yep. of Jesus yep. and Jesus was those three years of extra. You Dude, know? That's a great question. So, so yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go. Well, no, so I would say, I mean, essentially our, our you know, we were talking about this last week, but, yeah. you know, in the military, you're training, you know what I mean? You're going through basic training, but there's a point in your life where a call comes and, and you yeah. know, and, uh, I was watching Deadpool the other day. This is weird. I'm about to one about or to, two. I'm about to the first one. About to, I was watching the Josh Pine. We're about to reference Deadpool. That's funny. Kids under eighteen <laughs> or under banter, like thirty. Either. Yeah, I know it's weird. But he's you know the at one point someone said like you know you're made a hero with only five or six moments in your life. Like you know it's not it's not your whole life, but it's five or six moments that make you a hero. I like that. Right. So. You know what I mean? So it's. it's I would. It's, I would totally name. disagree. Oh, okay, maybe not. I don't know, but I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we're talking. Last week we were talking about that call, right? Like at, at one point we're going to receive, you know, we have that purpose, but it's going to be unleashed at a moment. There's that call that comes. Maybe I'm just trying to compare this to Jesus. Maybe I'll move. I'll move away from this. All right, yeah, move, move away, away from move, it. Moving away from it. <laughs> Anyhow, what I'm saying is that you know, for Jesus, you know, for his first 30 years of his life, right? He was he was honing. Of course, he's God, so I mean, he can't yeah. leave. You know, what I mean, like, you know, in my life right now. I began a journal. I began writing in a journal my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and it's you know almost a year after my my you know after I graduated. Yeah. And I have five pages left in that journal, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spend these last five pages examining these last whatever how many pages, saying what fruit came from that. Not not why did I go through that, but what fruit came from That's from, really from what I experienced. Like every day. No, no, this is this is something you know. One line of exactly. <laughs> Insane. I had no, a it's pair. not. It's not every it day. No, no, no. It's, it's different experiences of like <laughs> going to Turkey or Rome. But it's like been pretty consistent, though. Right? Yeah, That's I mean, yeah, every month. I'm okay, let's it. get on track. Yeah. Okay, anyhow, Jer- sorry, bring yeah. it. Bit. Sorry. All, all I'm saying though is that like it's uh, first thirty years of, of Jesus's life is yeah. was him, you know, becoming human. Or you know, I think yeah. I think honing in that or or waiting for that call because there was a moment right when um, John the Baptist had to come and say, you know, prepare the way. 
Jesus yeah. was waiting in humility, waiting for the Father to send John the Baptist to say, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, repent, right? Yeah. Right? So he, he was waiting for that moment. So, so as we're waiting for our moment of, of to enter into the kingdom, which is not, should be now, always be now. I'm trying to answer your question. I think, okay, okay, ready. No, I think this... <laughs> this question has the lamest answer ever, and I think, John, you know it. Just like how... I don't. I mean, Jesus, I mean, he didn't do miracles. He didn't come into himself, but it was just, he was he was living every moment, mm-hmm. and if every moment was preparing him for the call and everything like that. So that's what you were kind of trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he yeah. was obedient. He was patient. He was humble. This is like everything, this is everything yeah. you don't want to hear. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. Like, Jesus' t- like village was raided, and then he came up on his horse. And no, he, he was doing all the little mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. so well. So I think why we got irked when you said five <laughs> moments, I think it was just millions of mm, moments. Absolutely. Because you're saying it's a reality. Totally that you're in. Okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not just a choice. At a certain I because, agree with that. Because I'll take the Bible over Marvel. I retract what I But there were five, I would say your, your life is made of five pivotal moments where you mm. have five really big choices to make. And I, I would say with Jesus, that was like with Mary at the wedding at Cana, you know, Mary confronted him. Hey, yes. you should you should do this. Yeah. And Jesus was like, "It's not my hour." But right. then he did it. He was awaiting that call. He was awaiting it. And so and so the That's I think huge. another big yeah. one was just going to Gethsemane, 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 Gethsemane before you know being Dang tempted it. by the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, those are huge pivotal moments where he could have thrown it all away. Or he could have kept building. So it's essentially, Good what point. you're saying is is living within the reality of your identity consistently, and then there's yeah. times constantly. where it's challenged. Yeah, constantly. And then there's times not when it's yeah. challenged, but when it's when it needs to be flexed. Where it needs to be yeah. very. Why, need why very do we flexed. pray? Why are we supposed mm-hmm. to pray every day yeah. Yeah. to consistently go to mass on yeah. Sunday? Okay, yeah, you know the mass isn't the means to the end; it's our salvation. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't. I'm confused theologically right now. Wait, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I would just to get back to what we're <laughs> the main topic is like what is purpose? What is this greatness? Exactly. Yeah. This doesn't Bring have to be a, th- a theological thing. Mm-hmm. Even no. in those videos that I'd always love to listen to, those motivational Eric Thomas on YouTube, he always says, Fall in love with the small, and the great will come after you. Yeah. Yes. The like big that. will come after you. And in Jesus' life, thinking Throw back it. to the movie with Jim Caviezel, it has flashbacks to him when he's a carpenter. Yep. Yeah. And pulling in moral, theolo- moral theology with. Father Geertek in the Angelicum, he would always say... In the supernatural. Super. Yeah, you make those great moments by inviting in God, by accepting yeah. the Holy Spirit and saying, like, I make this act of faith in the presence of the Holy Spirit dwelling within my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes that moment <clears throat> supernatural. Well, ex- well, expounding upon that sacramental, it's physical, it's real. You know what I mean? And you're inviting the Lord into that. So, okay, so that's the why. why? Any, any more like challenges that. on no, the why? I like, I like that we really <clears throat> Because now I have that. the what. Guess okay, what? The what? Give us the what. All right, the gospel reading today. Boom. Went to mass, got rocked by it. I knew we were talking about confidence, and it's it's awesome. So the the sons. I mean, are we ready to dive in? Yeah, let's go. All right. So the sons of thunder cliff note version. And I apologize if I'm getting like uber passionate about it. I'm just convicted. No, it's good. So essentially, you know, the cliff notes version is that you know Jesus after the transfiguration. This is Mark chapter nine verses fourteen to twenty nine. Um, after the transfiguration, he comes down the mountain. He he sees a group, big group of people, kind of arguing. He walks over to them and says, and asks them, "Why are you arguing?" 
And essentially, the disciples were trying to cast out a demon or unclean spirit from a young boy, and it was not happening. And they said, you know, you, you know, you, your, your disciples are not doing this. What are you arguing with? Um, whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. Um, I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And then he goes on. The boys brought them, and he immediately starts convulsing. He starts foaming at the mouth and just starts losing it. And Jesus says, how long has this been happening? He says, since he was a child. Um, and the father of the son says to Jesus, if you can heal him, do it. Like, if you can, please. And Jesus, I can imagine Jesus just looks at him, throws his arms up in the air, and goes, if you can? Like, exclamation point, like, if you can? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm the son of God. Like, you don't have faith, right? He says, like, if you can. And he goes, all things are possible for one who believes. Yeah. And then he, and he goes and heals him, and, and, and the father says, I believe, help me with my unbelief, right? Mm. And I think this is at the root of our lack of confidence as sons of the Father and as men not living in our identity is we have unbelief. And we're not asking yeah. the Lord to help us with, our un- with that unbelief and that help us believe. So Jesus comes over the Son and, he, and he, 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 he casts out the unclean spirit. And then the, you know, the, uh, the disciples come to him after and they're like, this, he, it says specifically, verse 29, and Jesus said to them, or the, the, the disciples asked them, why could we not cast it out? You know, we prayed in your name. We, what you know, do we, we do wrong? Yeah, like, what's going on, Jesus? We tried, you know? And he goes, X he equals goes, negative B. That's so right. That's He's like, we, we, <laughs> you gave us authority. Where did you? I carried the three. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus responds to him, and he, and he says, he says, this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer, right? So he begins by saying, bring him to me. And then he does it, and he says, remember, this can only be done in prayer. So bringing, the, so this is, this is, this is the how. Right, so I said the what, the why. This is the how. Right, Coming is we all circle. right full circle. We're, we're we're all given a purpose at our baptism. Right, you know we're created with an identity, with certain strengths, gifts. Right, yeah. And yeah. those those gifts are not meant for us, but to bring people to Him. Yeah. Right. And Jesus says, "Bring bring Him to me." Right. And so ultimately, we're given a purpose. Right. And we can have confidence in whatever that purpose is. We need to discover that. And like I said, I can tell you what that purpose is. But if you're not going to go to Jesus and learn what that is, you're not going to feel it and know it yourself. Does that make sense? You, yeah. You, it, you, it's not, it's not going to become heart knowledge. It presupposes we're with him, too. What was that? I didn't hear you. It presupposes that we're with him, too. Like if we're bringing him to someone, we have to first exactly. be a full well with abundant life. Exactly. Dwelling in that and practically. Like, I'm not an apostle. I'm a 21st century disciple Christian. Maybe whatever category you want to put me in. Mm-hmm. But I need to know what I'm offering to this freshman guy when I say, exactly. like, hey, man, this life is the only one. Absolutely. Yeah. That's going to satisfy Absolutely. you. And so I think of multiple times in my life when I'm afraid, right? Because at the end of the day, why are we afraid? It's because we have unbelief. Because yeah. if we are truly living in our identity, and if we know that, and we spend enough time, which I haven't been doing myself, and I want to get better at, Same. but spending more time with Him, understanding our identity, we're, there's no reason we should be afraid, because the Lord yeah. inspires that confidence, because we're putting Him before us. And anything that we're doing, it's meant to bring people to Him. That's the goal of the Christian life, right? Yeah. To get to heaven and bring as many people as you can with you, right? So yeah. I'm saying, you know, how that confidence is, mm. so it's, it's the, the, the what is the purpose, and made for greatness. The, the why is that, you know, is because men aren't living in that. And, and, the, and the how, how we do it is essentially 
doing using our gifts, using our purpose, becoming great, but putting Jesus first and knowing and yeah. living out of our identity because we see these men who are confident and they're running after something. At the end of the day, why are why are we afraid? There's no reason we should be afraid. There's no, no. reason we shouldn't be confident. And I mean, brothers, listeners, I am you guys like I'm I'm ready to live in confidence. I love that. You know, I'm ready to not be afraid. And like if you guys want to join me in like understanding my our, our identity as sons, like let's go. Yeah. I, I'm ready to go and I'm ready to stop being afraid. That's so yeah. That's so funny because it's totally, that's totally the answer to what has been going on with me. Mm -hmm. You know, just like me thinking of my family, starting my family and being like, oh shit, I can't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's my fear because I'm thinking that I'm not like inadequate, but Mm -hmm. I probably am. Mm -hmm. You know, if Mm -hmm. I was trying to try to make my family perfect, my, my household perfect, I couldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm imperfect. I've, I'm made of, I like have original sin. Yeah, you know, so just like putting Jesus first, putting God first, mm-hmm. focusing on Him, like I haven't been, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't mm-hmm. fully given my life to Him, and then letting Him move through me mm-hmm. and my confidence Dang. to build my family. Yeah. You know, yeah, mm, a greater exa- not greater, but a, a great example in my mind of something less tangible. Yeah, is from Lord of the Rings, the Return of the King, where the Rohirrim appear at the last moment, which is how God usually comes. Is that yeah. We're praying in fervent um, mm. expectation. And we, I was just coming from a formation where in this priest said, you need to have faith in God, but also strong nerves because he makes you wait and he makes you in some ways earn it and mm. make it by earning it by trusting him. Yeah. Anyways, with the Gondor people, the Gondorians, they were trusting and they were waiting and they were hoping. The last yeah. moment the Rohirrim come, and the what like get this cool flip flop because they have this divine abandonment, right? Mm-hmm. You look at all the all these men and one of them, some women too, of course, they dressed up like Eowyn. But <laughs> when they were shouting death, and where that when they were racing towards the horde of all the evil that stood on the face of the earth to them, mm. no, you could not have done that without abandonment, knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. And exactly yeah. what we're talking about. That was full the purpose. confidence. Yeah, full confidence. Well, like even if they die, it's like I don't care. Well, it's trust. It's it's it's, trust. it's a trust in a. I was talking with Josh Pine. Shout out to Josh once again. I was talking with him about a month ago because we were we both felt like hope was something the Lord was speaking to us. And we're like, well, what is hope? And we realized it was trusting in what's been promised to us. So essentially, the Lord promises us great things. And recently, for yeah. me, the Lord's been like, "No, I promise. Like, I'm, I'm making a promise to you that you will be loved. Like, I'm making a promise to you that you will be healed. You will be whole. All of these things, right? And the confidence is in that hope. It's 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 the, the confidence comes from being rooted in our identity, and it's having trust in the promises that the Lord has given us as men, right? Yeah. I have so many natural objections to hope or to trust. You know, mm-hmm. like one flesh. of the one of the greatest uh, ruts I find myself is what Ivan, the Karamazov, always says is, I would believe in God. Uh, cool, but I don't believe in his earth. I don't yeah. believe in the way things are set up. Yeah. You tell me I can move mountains, move that effing mountain. I dare you, try and do that. Yeah. You know, and that, like, it's effectively what happened to Russia in the late 18th century, 19th century. Like, faith was destroyed by rationalism. Hmm. Look what happened. And look what happened. But in the microcosm of that in my own heart, when I let my rationalism get in the way mm-hmm. and the surrender novena, again, shout out to my mom. She was doing it at the same time I wow. was. I didn't yeah. realize that. But That's that amazing. one that you showed me, the 99 yeah. days surrender novena, Jesus's main point is always, dude, 
Stop worrying about the problem and trying to fix yeah. it on your own. Give yeah. me the problem. Yeah, seriously. Trust me. It gonna be over. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he goes. He goes. Oh, faithless hard. generation. Like, how long am I to be with you? How long do I have to embar- yeah. like bear this? He's like, he's like, come on, kids. Like, figure it out. Like, <laughs> some may argue like, that was the first that? sin, not lust, not pride, but distrust. That's why do you think? Yeah, that's why they. Ate. Yeah, I don't that's trust true. God enough. Mm, he's lying to me. So I love he that. always just wants our trust placed in these little yeah. things. So confidence yeah. is rooted. In the trust of what's been promised to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just those little things, you know, discipline, you know, that's the discipline key. That's the key. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't make that moment of, of being a hero if you're not already living a yeah. hero life. Yeah. Quote, yeah. quote Jacob Mischke, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Any more <laughs> Mischkeisms? Yeah, Mischke, what, what do you think about all this, man? Actually, talk a bit Fill about us in. how trust has played out in your life recently, Mischke, because... A lot of things kind of up in the air, and things have been really killing it for you. Mm. You've been doing great. Um, World-wise, spirit-wise, I don't know. I want to hear how trust has been playing out. It's definitely the little things. It really is. Just getting in good habits, um, taking things day day in and day out. You know, trying to start a business, you have to be really patient, and you have to rely on others, not the self-sufficiency. but just anything in your life, you know, to rely on God and to turn to prayer. Um, that's, that's really the foundation there is to say, God, I've got a big day ahead of me. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Can you help me out? And then he always comes through, you know. Mm-hmm. And Dang. sometimes it's like obvious, like this happenstance that you had a class canceled when you had this huge project and this other class coming up. Or maybe it's a little smaller than that. And you just have this like sudden burst of energy, you know, and you're just super efficient in what you do. But, um, I mean, we really touched on it. It's just trust, discipline, doing the little things well, and um, the big things will come. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the story, right? It's the great story of the Israelite folk who are praying to God to get them out of Egypt, and last moment, literally the last moment, he parts the Red Sea. Yeah. And then they distrust him in the desert, mm-hmm. and he's saying, keep straight to my paths and i gave you commandments i gave you laws yeah written just, on stone or even the boat heart. you know that is like just so amidst them, yeah. that's so hard i think talking about discipline oh, last time yeah dude it's just like <laughs> it's like yeah how you know like moses is up on the i mount used to judge the those israelites you're like oh, <laughs> 40 years i could do that but no, no i couldn't one day yeah, you know one day trusting that no i couldn't no i mean they walk through a, f- a sea like for crying out loud, yeah. You know, and they walk through the desert too. And how many times we walk through seas in our life? Yes. And then the next day, I'm, Jesus, give me this. <laughs> I'm on again. Yeah, there. it's so easy <laughs> to forget. Like after you go through something like extremely challenging, it's like a week later, and you're like complaining again. God isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like these hmm. moments that require such strong belief. Yeah. And you go through it, and you trust in God. Then like a week later, you know. It's always uh, it's always the retrospective view. Looking back on it and being like, Oh, wow, you were there. And you know what I mean? And there's a reason that yeah. I experienced all that. Yeah. And I um I mean like have you have you guys felt I mean like I feel like there's just been I think there's there's been times in my life I walk out of prayer, like I'm just you know, wake up in the morning and I'm like Dang, like I'm a son of God. Like, yeah, like I'm his son. And you're just mm-hmm. confident. You just walk, you know, with your chin oh, yeah. up and you're like you know what I mean? Like, I want to live out of my identity today. You Dude, know? I get that so much at Grand. Like, yeah. I'll have a good, like, night of prayer. Yeah. You know, I'll be, like, on fire. I'm like, I'm going to make these changes. And then 
6 a.m. will roll around and they'll just mm. be groggy. And like, yeah. it, just it sucks. Well, and it's, well, it's, well, the thing you is, know? we're human. That's the thing. It's yeah. That, like, the enemies can do everything in his power for us not to live in our identity. You know what I mean? To keep us, I would say amnesia is uh, like the biggest setback to humanity is forgetfulness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's why I love John Bellion. It's because mm-hmm. his art, that song, um, The Whole Life's in the Hand of God. Yeah. That's such a, gr- oh man, that is like my prayer at times. And then oh, right yeah. now I was saying my prayer is preoccupied, you know? Yeah. Get that bag out of my face. Well, yeah, oh, it's yeah, such a good song. So he, but like in, in, the, in, this, in this gospel reading, Jesus commands the spirit out of him, and he says, never enter him again. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason that you know, these spirits or habits are ever allowed to enter again is because we have unbelief. It's because we're not living in our identity, and that's super hard. <laughs> like, I was rocked by it earlier. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow. I'm just, yeah. I don't have belief. I don't have enough belief, right? Um, anyhow, another, another how thing is just like more realistic. Um, is the litany of humility. We were talking about humility earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I, I'm just a fan of litany of humility. Uh, you know, something, you know, stuff has happened in my life and a spiritual director was like, pray the litany of humility. I was like, why? And he's like, cut your losses. Like, learn, you know, like, learn it's not about you. And I was like, whoa. But, um, it, I mean, a lot of people think litany of humility is like, well, no, like, I'm going to get everything taken away from me. Like, I don't want to be Job. Like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like how freeing is the litany of humility? Because it says like, like deliver me away from the desire of being honored or being praised or ridiculed or wronged. And how much do we walk throughout our day afraid of being wronged or afraid of being, you know, or like, or like wanting to be honored. Right. Or like, I want to be holiest person here. Like, you know, they're good things, but we're free from them. You're like, we're free from those attachments when you're in there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And and I just believe the litany of humility frees you from so many desires that limit your potential and and uh, limit you unleashing that. Yeah, definitely. Like it makes you appreciate everything. Yeah. Everything, you know? Yeah. Like if you're like scared of, or or if you were just so anxious because you Mm -hmm. want to be recognized, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you're if you're humble and you get recognized, you're gonna be like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for giving me that. Literally, you know? yeah, because you're not you're not asking for it, you're just you're receiving. Not asking, it. You're yeah. just receiving. It's not like you don't feel a good feeling for being recognized. Oh no, it's great. You know, if you and that's what people mistake it for too. It's like, oh, if you exactly. give it up to the Lord, you're not actually gonna feel the benefits of mm-hmm. that. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you're still or you or you compliment someone and they're like, oh yeah, like with God's timing and God's grace, I became. It's like no, like you can own that. Like you can say oh, like yeah. yeah, like the Lord's made me this. Like this is me. And know? with humility, practically as a leader. You respect a leader who admits his faults and owns the oh, responsibility yeah. exactly. situation. Owns the strengths. I'm broken. I made a mistake. Let's move forward. That's a practical Navy SEAL principle. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's also spiritual. Yeah. So That's good. Wow, we cranked that. Uh, we're getting closer to greatness, fellas. We are. Yeah. I mean, Topics, but not real life. we got to figure um, out. <laughs> you know, I'm... I felt it today. You know, I mean, yeah. it's been told to me for many years. Like the last five years, people have been telling me this. I'm like, no, but I actually feel it, and I'm ready mm-hmm. to go after it. You know, and so it's like, I'm ready to go. So like, yeah. brothers out there, women, mothers, fathers, like, let's just let's run after this. Babies yeah. Why are we afraid? Why are Uncle we? Joe, why are like we waiting? Right? Yeah. We we need to use what we have and use what we are to bring things to him, bring him, bring others to him, and yeah. bring ourselves Simply. to him and be confident in that. So where does this start? Like, where does confidence start? Where's the beginning of confidence? I would root that question in a different question. Thank you, John. Uh, (laughs) Questionception. Let me answer your question question with the question. (laughs) (laughs) But John Saint, John Henry Newman. Stop trying to be Jesus. He's going to be canonized. (laughs) Yeah, you faithless (laughs) idiot. John Henry Newman. I think he's a saint now. Whatever he was going to be. Yeah, I'm so excited. 
he wrote about what the perfect life consists of, and he says getting up perfectly, like getting up and doing yep. your routine, and whether your vocation is a student, Milky. teacher, win the morning, win the day, win the yeah. morning, win the day, make your bed, make your bed, Boom. first act of greatness right there, kiss your yeah, or dog. Do you guys? Uh-huh. Let's try and make our bed every morning until the next podcast. Do let's not. do it. I don't. I well, need Alexi's to. Let's, always let's, in my let's, bed. Let's get. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk to again. How make how your how side. Push her out. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that her voice? <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm humble. Let's go in confidence. Peace. Peace. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness.